Hey there, everyone. I'm Ashley. And I'm Amber. We're identical twin sisters from Southern California. While we may look exactly alike, sometimes we think that's all we have in common. We invite you to grab a cup of coffee or a glass of wine and hang out with us for a little bit. This is Hashtag Twin Life Podcast. Hello. Hello, twin. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Just taking a break from studying right now. We're recording like really early. It's nine. It's nine a.m. my time, so it's pretty early for me. Yeah. But uh, I'm here at work. Yeah, I'm coming to you guys from. Um, we have our offices in a co-working space, so they have all these really cool, like small little offices and sound booths and stuff. So I'm in a little office on my lunch break, so I thought I'd take a little bit of time to do the podcast really quick and. Your sound sounds good. Oh, it does? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's like a technical thing no one else cares about, but I care about how we sound. <laughs> um, um, anyways, welcome to the Hashtag Tone Life Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Ashley, and over there is Amber. Hello. Uh, thank you guys so much for joining us again. If you look in the description or the show notes, you will find all the places that you can find us. Um, and yeah. So I guess when we're recording this, um, it is Monday. So the day after Mother's Day. Yay. Yay. Um, we did not do anything really yesterday. Um, I have like a short funny story and then I would let you tell how your Mother's Day went. But so I didn't really want to do anything on Mother's Day. I just the idea of like getting out of the house early in the morning and going to church and then brunch and then. All the things um, just sounded like a whole lot. So I was kind of like, I think I just want to stay inside. I just literally hung out at home, played video games, hung out with, you know, Derek and Phoenix on and off and just relaxed and enjoyed my Sunday. But Derek insisted on, well, first he got me like a, a cute card from him in Phoenix and he bought me some flowers and it was like really sweet. And then, um, and some like chocolates And then on Sunday, he wanted to make me breakfast. So he, normally I make like these, these biscuits in the morning. And like, we usually have like the pre-made, like that, like the biscuit mix or whatever. So like you basically add water and like, yeah, I don't even know, an egg or something. And like, it's all ready to go. Um, so normally we have like the pre-mixed stuff, which I told, I totally should have asked him to do that. I don't know why I didn't ask him to just get the pre-mixed stuff to make it easier on him, but he just decided he wanted to make them from scratch, which is a lot harder than it sounds. (laughs) It's, it seems easy, but it actually is not that easy. Like for me, it's easy because I've done it so much. And like, I understand like how they work and like what the texture is supposed to be like, because I've made them before. So, like, I know how to make them, but, like, he didn't know, and so he, like, didn't do it right. And I kept trying to help him, and he kept being like, no, I got it. I'm going to do it. I want to make you breakfast. And, yeah, so it didn't turn out. They did not turn out good, like, at all. And I tried to – they tasted good. It was just, like, the complete <laughs> wrong texture. They weren't, like, cooked all the way. It didn't have that, like, when you peel a scone – it was he was trying to make scones. So, like, when you peel, like, a scone or, like, a – a biscuit apart it like has that flakiness like that it just didn't have didn't have that so um it was very sweet of him to try 
to make the biscuits though. And he was very upset that he messed them up and like, just so sad and heartbroken. And I was like, babe, it's totally fine. Like, and he was like, I wish I wish you like pancakes. I would have rather just make you pancakes. Right. Why why can't you like easy? Why can't you just like easy stuff? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think he was trying to do it because I've made, I've gotten up early in the morning on a Sunday and made gingerbread pancakes and pumpkin pancakes and pumpkin scones and like cinnamon scones. And like, I make all the things. So I think he was just trying to like, be like, I can do this stuff too for you. You know, you don't have to always do it for us. And it was the thought that counted. So it was really sweet, but it was just funny. He was so upset and I felt so bad. I was just like, babe, it's okay. Like, don't worry. Like I can eat something else. So (laughs) anyways, but how was your mother's day? Um, Mine was good. Um, Like, uh, you know, I got flowers and a card from Landon and, and from him that are really sweet. They're in my office now. Um, and then he got me, my gift was a lunchbox. It's like an animal print lunchbox for work, which was super sweet. Yeah. It looked really um, cute. Yeah. So I was really happy about my, my lunchbox because I've been saying I needed one for work because I bring, I bring food to work every single day. So I've been using like plastic, like Meyer bags. And mm-hmm. so he got me a lunch and he got me another, the 24 ounce Contigo, uh, or, um, thermos. Because I used my my purple stainless steel one for um, for coffee one time, and like you can soak it and like get the coffee flavor out, like it's not that big a deal. But he has drank out of it a couple of times. And he, every time he drinks out of it, he's like, it still tastes like coffee. It still tastes yeah. like coffee. So he he got me a brand he got me a brand new one. It's more ounces. It's twenty four ounces instead of the sixteen. The one I have is sixteen ounce one. So this one's bigger, which is great because you know it gets me to drink more water throughout the day with this one. I only have to drink like three to get my water instead of like refilling it four or five times a day. So you should get nice. one of these water bottles that I have. I know I should. One of the They're literally ones. $15 on Amazon. That's like way cheaper than those freaking stainless steel mm-hmm. Contiga things. Right. But for me, I like, okay. So yours isn't, doesn't hold temperature as well as the Contiga ones though do. Contigo yeah, it doesn't ones. hold temperature for like 12 hours. Right. Like you should is, drink it faster than that anyway. I know that, but I really like knowing that like when I go to grab my – because it doesn't even need to take that long. Like if you put a cup of water out an hour later, like it's warm. And I cannot stand room temperature water. <laughs> Anyways, that is a total <laughs> side situation. <laughs> so Mother's Day was really good. I was really excited about this um, – about my oh getting hold on sorry twin I'm pretty sure that was my physical therapist wanting me to schedule my physical therapy appointments um <laughs> so anyways yeah so it was really it was good we had a nice chill we went to church um you guys probably saw the photo they our church had this really cool that Mother's was the coolest Day freaking background photo ever. wall right it was so cute so like all the moms got to take pictures on this photo wall which was just a great idea. And then they had like cups of sweet tea for all the moms to take home with them from, from church. And then, um, the place we were going to go doesn't take, doesn't take call aheads, but, uh, but it doesn't take reservations. So when we got there, there was like an hour and a half wait. And I was like, (laughs) I was like, okay, like maybe I'll just start taking reservations. Um, so that you won't, you know what I mean? Um, and then I was like, okay, well, maybe we can try. Blake and I had said that we were wanting to go to Maggiano's and then 
Um, I called them and I remember this from working there. They basically take reservations and fill their entire day and they basically just don't take walk-ins at all. Yeah. Honestly. Um, which is very frustrating. Uh, but so they weren't available. So we actually ended up going to pie and pints, which is just so good. It's just beer and pizza, but it's like, that's really amazing. It is amazing. It's got great beer, great pizza. <laughs> there was the pizza that Blake and I really love. We actually sh- we got two different two different pizzas the first time we went. This time we got one pizza, the one pizza that we loved of the two because one of the pizzas wasn't great. Um, and it's like a it was like a gouda like chicken and like white pizza. Oh my goodness, it was That's delicious. <laughs> so yeah, some other day was good. We had a, we had a good good day. Awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Well, so this week I really wanted, I don't know, this like randomly came to me. I don't know why this topic, but I really just wanted to talk about like some of the, like, I guess like quote unquote horror stories of taking your little ones out to the freaking places when they're like under Phoenix is almost six now. Well, I can't say almost six. He's five and a half. Um, but there is just something about taking your kid through all stages uh, to places. And when I was thinking about this, I thought about how literally I think the easiest time in my life of taking Phoenix places was when he was like a newborn. Yep. Like I swear, like you just strap them on and you can go wherever you want. Like literally – they sleep weird anyways, so you still kind of have the ability to, like, if you're going to go have drinks with your friends or go to a movie with your friends or, well, not movies, it's not a great idea, but if you're going to go have drinks with your friends or whatever, like, they kind of just sleep and they're kind of still quiet as long as they're fed. You might have to, like, get up and, like, bounce with them for a little bit, but for the most part, you kind of still have, like, a life sort of situation when you have a newborn <laughs> Um, well, yeah, cause you can kind of, you can bring, just bring your newborn in their, you know, car seat. And like, there was so many times we had a car, we had a stroller that remember the one that turned into the bassinet that we had twin. Yes. I told Derek, I and we one. used to roll, like we would just, we'd have friends over for barbecues and stuff. And like, we would just roll Blake and I, if we wanted to go to the hot tub, we would just roll it out there. Landon would sleep in the bassinet. There's a couple of times where he would like, he would wake up and we we're like, all right, it's probably, it's time to go back inside. But a lot of times we could get like a solid few hours of just like hanging out. And then if we were at the pool, like, you know, he would want to be in the water, then he'd be tired. He'd pass out. Now yeah. it's just like, no, that's not, that's not. I have thing. a picture of Phoenix. Like I'm out with like, Back when we lived in Austin with a bunch of girlfriends, and I'm sure Olivia would, like, remember this, but, like, I'm out with, like, a bunch of girlfriends, and, like, I would just bring Phoenix with me, and I would lay out, like, one of his playmats or whatever in the shade, and there's, like, a picture of him knocked out, like, literally by the pool, knocked clear out, just, like, chilling, like, in the shade, like, I would put sunscreen all over him, and, like, just, he would just lay there, and I would just hang out and talk with my friends and whatever, and then, of course, yeah, like, every once in a while, you know, like, if he woke up, and he woke up, and he was hungry or tired, I would have, like, bottles out there with me or whatever because I didn't breastfeed but I would have like bottles out there with me or whatever it is and I could just like give him a bottle bounce around with him for a little bit you know because he wasn't like he wasn't one of those babies that was like inconsolable you know what I mean so like it was a lot I could definitely like take him with me pretty much everywhere and I think Landon was is pretty like was a pretty chill newborn too just like yeah I mean he he, well well I have some stories from that from that time that kind of were terrible 
Um, there was one specific time where I was going to meet some girlfriends. They were having like a girls' night or something. They were help- we were making. I don't know what it, we were. I was helping them make things for some kind of thing. I can't remember what it was, but we were all getting together at this girl's house. And I, um, I just put Landon in the car and we, we left and we went there and he cried like the whole way there. Oh my gosh. I forgot that Landon hated the car. He, oh my gosh. I remember that. The car <laughs> was the worst. It was the worst, worst, worst. You used to call me like crying, devastated, like crying, like, like I this, can't. He hates the car. This particular time, I <laughs> literally. So I he cried the entire time there, and I was already having a hard time finding the apartment. Um, so I was getting really frustrated about that, and I couldn't think straight because Landon wouldn't stop crying. Yeah. Um, finally found the place. He chilled out. You know, everybody was all happy to see him. He was having fun. And then we get back in the car and he cried the entire way home. Um, there was multiple times where I'd have to like, it would be like a 15, 20 minute drive between where I was and where, and just, and like the house and Landon would cry the entire drive. Like there was one time he cried the whole, like halfway through like 10 minutes went by and I literally pulled off the, like pulled off the highway and parked in a parking lot got out of the car and like changed him, gave him a bottle, like was trying so hard to figure out what was wrong. And it was just, he didn't want to be in the car. Now he, just he loves it. He just hated the car. So yeah. If any of you guys, I'd I have think, to deal with the sleep problems and that stuff, but he, it was horrible. I think like now looking now, if they need like that, like I think if you guys had at the time he had a tablet and like, there was just something for him to look at. Um, yeah, that may have helped calm him a little bit so that he didn't feel like he was just staring at the back of the car. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I think that that was kind of the issue too, is like, it was just made me want to really turn once we, once his car seat turned around, he we hey. literally, he, yeah, he has no issue being in the car. Um, it was this car seat face in the back. He couldn't see us. You know, it was just like, it takes, it takes a lot for kids to get used to, um, uh, that some kids don't mind it. Some kids fall asleep and just pass out in the car. Um, Landon was not that kid. So that was a hard, hard stage to get through. Yeah. Um, um, I think like, so Phoenix has pretty much always been good in the car. I think like when he was that age, now we're at a point with the car where like he, um, <clears throat> he hates, he's starting to literally hate his car seat. Like he hates sitting in the thick freaking car seat. Matter of fact, I need to go and see if I can do the, like, change the seat buckle. Cause now his seat is a, is a place where, like, it's a, one of the, one that changes to a toddler. So, like, eventually we'll be able to take the back off and it'll just be the booster, but he's not tall enough for that yet. But you can take the five point harness off and just have it so that he just has the, the big seat belt across his chest. Um, so we might try that because he literally, like is so uncomfortable. Like he used to love his car seat. He was just like, especially when we bought it, he was like, oh, this is so comfortable. And he literally hates it now. Like he just, he gets in it because he knows like we are going somewhere. He has to sit in it. But if he has to sit in it for longer than like, like on and off for like a couple hours, like he eventually is just like, I don't want to sit here anymore. Like I do not want to sit here. So we're getting to the point where like, I'm probably just going to have to be like, okay, we don't have to do something else because he can't stand it. But when he was a baby, he was totally fine with the car seat. He was really quiet. 
Like, unless he drops something, you know, that's normal. Like they're constantly throwing things or dropping things or whatever else. Um, but yeah, he never unbuckled himself. Even now he like, he, even though he hates his car seat, he's, he knows like not to unbuckle himself and like try to like shimmy out of the seat or anything like that when we're driving. So that's pretty good. But, um, okay. So when you, when he, when Landon got a little bit bigger, like, what is it like, has it, I mean, I don't know, has it gotten easier or harder or like, what are the different things that you've had to deal with now versus like when he was just like a baby, you could just wear him wherever you went or whatever. Um, honestly, I think our biggest difficulty right now is the toy section is, it's kind of a difficult thing. Um, we kind of, Blake and I've just gotten to a point now where if we want to get him a, a toy, he, one of us just goes to get it and we bring it home instead of like, yeah, man, and let's go look at the toy section. Like, no, no. Um, we also, I also just don't bring it up. We just don't go anywhere near that direction. I consistently just keep telling him like, you know, basically like, no, we're not, I mean, like, we're not going to go over there. I didn't even say like toy. We're not going to go look at toys. We're not going to look at cars. I kind of ignore him saying it and just kind of like try to distract him, like ask him if he wants like to help us or like, if he wants to play a game or if, whatever, I just kind of like try to distract him that way. Um, mm-hmm. He did really good the last time we were at the store. Um, it's just my son has the, and, and, like the memory of an elephant. And so whenever we go in any stores that we've taken him to the toy section, he like remembers the toy that he saw that was there. And he thinks that that's why we're there is to go get that toy or whatever. So, um, so we're, it's just, I mean, it's just kind of like a learning process of, <clears throat> just having the patience to tell him like, Hey, like we're not doing that. Like we're, you know, this is what we're going to do. Like, this is my expectation of you when we're going in the store. Like, so, um, it's just trying to find the balance between what he actually understands and what he doesn't quite understand just yet. But yeah, um, there was, there have been definitely some times where Landon has like pitched a fit super hard about being like about not going to see the toys or I've like taken him out. Like Blake has closed out and I've taken him outside to the car um, and he was just so mad. Um, but last time we went to the store, he seemed to make an adjustment. So I think he's catching on to it. I just, he has so many toys. I just don't feel like he needs anymore. Just to yeah. be perfectly honest. I, so, th- I think the, that age, the age that he is now, like that three, like two is not that bad. Three is bad because they're really starting to like talk and like really more aware of like, of things around them, like things in the world a little bit more. Um, and they're also, I think one of the biggest things about three that I noticed with Phoenix was his ability to remember things. Like you said, like we could tell him like, Oh, like before we'd be like, Oh yeah, we'll take you to the store. And then full, knowing full well, we don't plan on taking to the store, but he won't remember the next day when he turned three, he remembered like, Oh, remember you said we were going to go do this. Or remember you said we we're going to go do that. Or, whatever, like he would remember where the store was, like you said. And so like, it just became like an avoidance. We used to just lie to him, like literally straight lie. Just like, yeah, the toy, the toy section is broken or under construction or closed or whatever. Like we literally would just tell him like, and we didn't really have, like, I honestly, and I remember I was telling Derek about this like a few months ago. I literally used to hate taking Phoenix to the store. Hate. Like I literally just in the past, probably 
year started enjoying taking him to the store because I just don't have bandwidth to be like, nope, can't have that. Nope, stop touching that. Hey, come back over here. Hey, stop crying. Hey, get into the into the in the cart, out of the cart. I want to push the cart. I want to do that. I'm just like I can't focus in the store when I have to like do all of those things. And like, yeah, obviously you have to take him. Like, I mean, he's been in preschool since he was like three. So like, I would try to go to the store when I didn't have him. Um, so like for probably a solid year, I never took Phoenix to the store. The only time we went to the store is if Derek was with me and we were all going as a family or he took him. I rarely took Phoenix to the store by myself unless it was like, I absolutely had to because it was just so much. And I think one of the biggest things that I did myself a disservice was like, I was like hard and fast about not bringing like the switch with me or bringing the tablet with me and like wanting him to like entertain himself in some sort of fashion. That didn't involve like a video game or a tablet. Same with the car. Like look out the window. You don't need to be entertained every five seconds. Um, But I do think that especially if we're going to go to the store, like it would have helped me if I was like, because if any either way, he would have been using my phone, <clears throat> and we didn't have um, we didn't have data on his old, old tablet. So that's probably the reason we didn't take it because there wasn't data on it, you know. Um, so he would just end up looking at my phone, my phone the entire time, which is annoying because my grocery list is on my phone. So I'm like trying to like let him watch it, but I have to take it from every five minutes so I can like figure out what's on the list. And then it was just annoying. And then the <clears throat> toy thing, like there was only one time. No, there's two times I can think of where Phoenix threw a whole fit in a store. Um, one time we were going to Walmart and I needed to buy windshield wipers. And he just like laid out on the floor crying because he wanted to touch stuff in that aisle. And it's like the car parts aisle. So it's not like stuff in there that he can touch because it's not like all, it's not safe stuff. It's like chemicals and like, I don't know, just like stuff for your car. So I was just like, okay, we can't touch anything in this aisle. And I kept telling him, nope, stop. Don't touch that. Don't touch that. And he literally just like at one point laid in the floor and like started throwing a whole fit, like just screaming and crying. And I was just like, okay. And I literally kept looking for my windshield wipers and just ignoring him and just let him lay on the floor. And then I was like, all right, cool. I got what I need. And I was like, all right, let's go. And he was still laying on the floor and I just looked at him and I was like, all right, well, I'm leaving. And he just kind of ran right up to me and was just like screaming. And he was like, mama. I was like, well, stop acting like that. Um, and he finally like came and followed me and he was just like pouting and he had this like sour face. Um, and then he came with me, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. That was like, and then the second time was Derek, Derek and I were together and, um, we were at Ross. And Phoenix really wanted this some toy. And we told him, you're not, you can't, you don't need a toy. Like we're not getting this toy. We told him when it went in there, we weren't getting any toys. We could look at the toys, but we can't, you're not getting a toy, whatever. And he'd been pretty good about that, like up until that point. And for some reason that day, like he wanted this toy so bad. And I was like, okay, he wanted to hold it and he didn't want us to take it from him and this and that. And I guess he thought if he held on to it long enough, we would buy it for him. And so we get in the aisle and I'm like hard and fast, like we're not getting this. And so we basically have to like tear it out of his hands and he is screaming. And I was just like, I told Derek, I was like, I'm just going to take him outside. And so I took him outside and we sat outside of Ross and I talked to him and I was like, what is wrong? Like, and we just got kind of talk about it, but he was so mad that we get in the car. He's still crying. And, uh, I just told him, I was like, all right, Phoenix. Well, we're not, we were supposed to go do something fun. And I was like, all right, well, we're not doing this fun thing if you don't stop crying. And so I think we went home 
we did one other thing that we had to do because we had to do this other thing. And then we just went home and like took a nap or he needed to rest. I think he was just really, really, really tired. Um, so we've definitely had like some tough, some super tough like situations. Um, so, okay. So you're Landon's potty trained now, but did you guys have any like potty training situations when you went out before? Oh like, yeah. Were- we've had, we've had multiple, even okay. with him, even, even with him being potty trained. Because what will happen is he'll say he has to go potty. And we finally got into it. Like, when it's just me in the car, I don't care if it's a Wendy's, a McDonald's, a gas station, Walmart, whatever the nearest place, CVS, whatever the nearest place is. (laughs) Because I don't live in California anymore. I can take my son in to go to the bathroom anywhere. Yeah. And it is great. So I stop anywhere. So It's really bad here. Like, yeah, it highlighted it during COVID, but even before COVID, like they have this thing about homeless people using their restrooms out here. So it's like, I'm like, I'm obviously not a homeless person. Like you you can't let me use your bathroom, but they literally have a policy. Like if you don't, if you buy something or, or you can't use our bathroom or you can't use that bathroom's not open to the public. Exactly. Um, So it's not that way here, but there have been times where there was one time recently where Blake and I were just running around doing errands on a Saturday and Landon had said he had to go to the bathroom um, right like right before we pulled up to where we were gonna go. And we forgot like we went into the gas station, forgot that Landon had to go to the bathroom, and then went to the store. And by the time we got to the store, Landon peed in the seat, but didn't but didn't say anything. Like he just said he had to use the bathroom and then didn't say another thing about it. And then we go to pick him up and he's wet. And I was like, Are you serious right now? Um there's been a couple of times where that's happened and I've just really tried to emphasize with Landon, you really need to make sure, like, just tell us that you have to go to the bathroom. Don't like, like you have to tell us. Um, and it's, it's like a balance between the fact, between him telling us at home and telling us outside. Like if you're at home, Landon, you don't need, you don't need us to go with you. You don't really need to tell us that you're going to the bathroom unless you're pooping and you want to like, so make sure his butt is clean. But other than that, like if you're at home, you don't need to tell us, but um, I think that's what it was, was like the balance of us, like, Lena, you do not have to tell us when we, like, just go to the bathroom. You don't have to tell me every time you have to go to the bathroom to when you're out in public, I need you to tell me you have to go to the bathroom because you can't get there by yourself. So, yeah, I mean, it hasn't happened recently, but yeah, we've definitely, since he's been potty trained, we still definitely had those accidents where he's just been, I mean, it was, it happened to to me when I was with you in San Diego. Yeah. <laughs> like where, you know. But that wasn't our fault. We tried to no. go into like. How many different places did we try to go into to let the boy go to the bathroom? I even tried to get Landon to pee on the side of the road and he would not do it. So, <laughs> yeah. like, he just won't. So, it, yeah, it, it was it was definitely hard. And the thing that annoyed me the most was that we were only, like, 10 minutes away from your house. Yes. And there was – we couldn't find a place. A single minutes, place. A single place. Not not Starbucks, not ch- – none of these places. Like, Starbucks was, like, kind of – is always kind of, like, Starbucks, Chipotle, um, a gas station, obviously, but those are like Walmart. Those are like go-to places for like clean bathrooms. Walmart, ugh, getting a little iffy. I'd rather go to Target, but and yeah. but they're easy access. They're in the front of the store. I don't necessarily like to go to CVS because it's hard to find the bathroom in CVS. I like to like get out, take him in. I know exactly where the bathroom is. It's quick, like in and out. Um, yeah, but at this time, like literally, the the stores were had, had lines outside, so it's not like we could just run inside and let him go to the bathroom in a Target or a Walmart or something, <clears throat> right? So, so yeah, 
Yeah, but I was determined to not like. I'm not going to start making him wear a pull up for that. Like I was like, no, like we're just going to we're just going to make it through. Yeah, and Landon's definitely potty trained. We're still working on the nighttime training, but again, like I feel like my yeah, my nighttime training expectations I think is a little high though. (laughs) He's literally just turned three, so I'm hoping we'll get to four years old and he'll be nighttime trained. But yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I'll tell you my story really quick and then we will close out. But, um, we, so the story that sticks out to me the most is like when we, we went to the mall. So Derek and I were really good about like every time we went in a store, we took him to the bathroom. Like the first thing we did, like if we were out, it didn't matter if we went from five minutes in a store to 10 minutes, we would go in the store, he would go to the bathroom. And before we left, he would go to the bathroom every single time, like every time. So we were really good about that. So we finally, I was like, okay, you know what, babe? Like we're getting really good about like making sure he goes to the bathroom every single time we enter a place and we leave a place. So like, we're going to just go adventure out today and we're going to not have pull-ups and we'll just bring extra clothes. And if God forbid he, you know, pees on himself, we'll just change him. It won't be the end of the world. Right. So we are walking around the mall back when you could walk around inside a mall. I think you might be able to do that now, actually. But, um, walking around inside a mall and we went to GameStop and we were walking around in GameStop and I had just asked Phoenix, Hey, do you have to go to the potty? And he was like, no. So we're just walking around in there and we were in there for probably like 10 minutes max. And all of a sudden he just standing and looking and peeing. And so now there's like a puddle on the floor underneath him in the GameStop. And I was just like, okay. So so we're looking at the tim was like hey you don't happen to have like paper towels do you they're like what i was like you don't have to have have paper towels and they looked down they're like oh no and i was just like yeah we just cleaned it up and then i'm just gonna go change them real quick and they're like oh okay so they run they get paper towels i leave the paper towels with derek and then i was like he was like do you want me to take him i was like no i'll take him so i took him to like the family bathroom whatever put him in all new clothes and then we just continued on with his day and then no accidents happened after that so I don't know. Like, I think like, I think that was just like kind of one of those turning points where it was like for us, we just needed to like, I was so scared about taking him out without like a pull up on that. I was just like, literally, what's the worst thing that could happen? That's literally the worst thing that could happen. Like, I know people have stories of like their kids pooping on themselves in public and stuff like that. Oh my, Landon would never do that. (laughs) No. Yeah. Phoenix literally, (laughs) Phoenix did not, had thankfully never pooped on himself in public. So I'm happy about that. He never pooped in his pants, to be honest. Like no, the closest we get is like Landon will not like what because he can't. Like, he's getting better, but he couldn't wipe himself. But when he was potty trained, his um, what's it called? Um, he I don't know. He wasn't coordinated enough yet to be able to wipe himself. He could potty by himself was completely potty trained, except he couldn't wipe his butt. So, yeah. um, so there'd be times where he'd go to the he'd go to the bathroom and then just put his clothes back on. And then I figure I was like, Oh, well, these underwear are going in the trash now. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know, so that's the closest we've gotten. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Well, um, I think we'll wrap up there. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed listening to us talk about like our crazy, like adventures of taking your kids out. I'm sure other people have like super funny stories, like, well, funny looking back now stories probably, um, <laughs> of like, you know, what it was like taking out your kids. Um, We only have one. So I'm sure people that have multiple kids have like super crazy stories. 
um, of situations. So we'd love to hear that. Feel free to reach out to us on our socials, on Instagram, um, and or you can send us an email if you want to send us an email about your story. Um, maybe we'll bring one on here at some point if we do receive emails. Um, but yeah, other than that, thank you guys so much for listening. Hope you had a great Mother's Day.